Welcome to Grit, Grace, and Glitz. I'm your host, Erica Rothenberger, and I'm so excited for you to join me and my amazing guests every week as you learn how to get gritty, how to give yourself the grace that you deserve, and to celebrate all the glitz that comes to you along the way. Are you ready to unlock your potential? Let's do this. Good afternoon to Grit, Grace, and Glitz. I am so excited to have you guys here for this episode. Get ready to get gritty. Give yourself and remind yourself of the grace we all deserve and need so much in life, but also to celebrate the glitz and all the good things that are happening each and every day as we go through life. And with that being said, I have such an amazing guest with me today. You guys will not want to miss this woman, but I thought we would jump right in with Megan and ask her the first question, and then I will tell you all about her. Megan, we are so excited to have you here. What is the best compliment you can give yourself? Oh, that's a good question. The best compliment I can give myself is, well, the first thing that comes to mind is not necessarily a compliment. I just show up. That's all. That's my motto, but I guess it's not a compliment really, but that's my motto is just show up. So I guess I could use that as a compliment. Does it work? Absolutely. And no, every every time I've met this woman, she literally not only shows up, but she shows up to the nth degree. Her and I met probably over a decade ago. And when I, even when I first met her, she just showed up with such enthusiasm, such good energy. And let me tell you, this woman is on the move, on the move so much right now that I will tell you, she was in the corporate climbing the corporate ladder for over 13 years. And she realized she was really leaning in on the wrong type of building. She absolutely took the risk to jump off and become that corporate refugee, launching her coaching business. She's not only a certified life coach, but also the director of coaching for your virtual upline. She really helps you create awareness through all your thoughts, any of those negativity things that come into your brain each and every day, and we all have them, and how to stop self-sabotaging your success. She gives you tools and helps you give yourself room to grow. Not only does she coach, but she also shows people to go, how to go from good to absolute greatness. Um, she's released the self-imposed obligation to people, please, in overcoming imposter syndrome and help create that confidence and become the absolutely authentic you. And dun, 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 this is so exciting on May 3rd, which is coming so soon, Megan will release her first and not only, I'm sure, book called The Selfish Hour, where she teaches you how to transform your life in just one hour a day. I mean, if you could take one hour a day, can we just stop and pause there, Megan, for a moment and just talk about this book and what, just tell us a little bit more about Selfish Hour because everyone needs to go out, run and grab this book. I was able to read part of it and I was like, give me more. I cannot wait to get a copy of it. 
So thank you so much for that introduction. You're high energy. It doesn't matter if it is when you send me a message at 5.30 in the morning or in the evening, you have the same exact energy. And I'm like, you're like a robot that plugs in. And I love it because your energy just exudes and it like seeps right over to me. So I love it. So I'm so excited to be here. But the selfish hour. So I want to start with the word selfish because the reason that I titled it the selfish hour was because I created time for myself. There was a moment when I was working in corporate, I had a side business, two young kids and like running the house, doing everything else that comes with life. And I realized I lost myself in the process. And what I did, I was like, I just want to reconnect back to me. I don't even know who I am. Do I like Taco Tuesday or do I just do it because that's what I do? Like I had no idea. I, I just, at like 36 years old, I just freaking lost myself. So I realized that I needed to focus on me. So I got up an hour earlier than my family from 5.30 to 6.30 and I, no social media, no emails. I taught myself how to meditate. I researched Oprah, like what would Oprah do <laughs> like on YouTube? Like that's what I, honestly, what I did. I'm like, show me the way Oprah. And I just watched videos and then I started to journal and then I started to do everything. And what I realized is that in order to figure out my future, I needed to go through my past. And so every morning I started doing this and I started to like, I don't want to say like get addicted to it. Like, I'm like, I can't wait to get up to like dive into more. And my husband goes, well, what are you doing? And I was like, it's my selfish hour. It's my selfish hour. And I literally for two years, every morning for two years straight, I got up an hour earlier than my family and worked on myself and titled it the selfish hour. But a lot of women, especially working moms like us, hear the word selfish and it has a negative connotation. We instantly assume, well, I can't be selfish because I have to serve everybody else. So the whole purpose behind the Selfish Hour book is to redefine what the word selfish means. And the way I define it in the book is the word selfish means that we care so much about other people that we're willing to put ourselves first to make sure that we can take care of ourselves and everybody else and fill everyone else's cup. That's what selfish means. Wow. Drop the mic. I mean, ladies. Gentlemen, I don't care who you are. If you're listening to this, it is so important. You know, you always hear it. Put your face mask on first, right? How are you going to show up good for everyone else? Great for everyone else. Phenomenal for everyone else. If you aren't being that self-care. And I truly believe it. When you find the passion and you give yourself the self-care, it's amazing the beautiful things that can blossom in your life. But if you're not willing to take care of your body, your sacred like, and I don't mean just eating well and just exercising. I truly mean mentally, physically, emotionally, like whatever that looks like for you. And maybe that's at 530 in the morning and maybe that scares you right now. Guess what? It probably used to scare Megan before she actually started doing it, right? 100%. You made it a habit. And now it feels weird when you don't. Correct. Does your body feel off? Like, say you decide to quote unquote sleep in until 615. Does your body feel like... I, can't, I, I physically can't. So I'm in a like heavy weightlifting program right now. And this was my day off and my body was up at 515. So then I came down and I meditated because I usually work out now in the morning. I can't like that's the way my body functions. Like I don't really sleep in at all. So I use that time. I love the quiet time in the morning before the house is awake. I'm either working out, meditating or journaling and taking care of myself. 
Yep. And it's amazing what that sacred time will look like. But if you're listening to this and you're like, listen, that's really scary to me. It takes time. It takes creating a habit. It wasn't just eat one thing. Megan just decided one day to get up and say, hey, I'm going to start doing this. I get up really early too. And that time to me is so valuable and so sacred. And believe me, once you start doing it, you want more of it, right? It's like oxygen. You just want more, more of it in, into your body. And maybe for you right now, that may be a selfish hour at night. You do you, right? Whatever works for you. Megan's not saying it has to be at 5.30 a.m. on the dot. Um, but it is great. You know, a lot of successful people do get up early. It's proven. So, you know, just and go in increments, right? I always say, like, you're not going to go to the, all of a sudden go run 26 miles and do a marathon. You're probably going to start with the 5K, right? So little steps that you're taking. So, Megan, before all of this, when you were a little girl, what did you want to be when you grew up? So funny you ask. I wanted to be a, well, first off, I grew up in like the eighties. So everybody wanted to be a marine biologist. Like it's it, like everybody wanted to train dolphins. Like that's what we all wanted to do, like SeaWorld. But outside of that dream, I wanted to be a teacher. I used to line my stuffed animals up and I had a chalkboard and I would teach all the time. And now I say, I'm like, I'm still teaching. It's just in a way different form, like becoming a life coach and having my clients and doing mindset coaching for um, business owners. I'm like, it's teaching. That's what I'm doing. It's just in a completely different form than I ever thought it would be. Yeah. So that's really how you chose this current career path is you just said, listen, I'm going to take a passion that I had when I was I don't know, nine years old. And now I'm going to just apply it to the way that I'm going to make it look in, in, in real life. And it may not be behind, you know, with a chalkboard or a smart board or in a classroom per se, but in a different format, whether that's through your book or whether that's going in and speaking to phenomenal groups or through your podcast or whatever that may look like, um, that you're able to give your, your voice and just be such a natural teacher, but you are such a magnet. Like, to attracting people, Megan. Every time I'm around you, you just have this aura about you. Is that something you had to work on? Is that something that just evolved? Like, where did that come from? That was not always there. I was actually an extremely shy kid. And just through life and through journeys, one of the things, and I always say it comes back to this, I'm a small town country girl in Ohio. That's where I grew up on a 75 acre farm. Like, I wasn't exposed to much. And when I graduated high school, my aunt took me to Paris for 10 days. Like that was my high school graduation present. Literally three days after graduation, I was gone. And it opened my eyes to a completely different world than I had known. And that changed everything for me. I wanted to move away. I wanted to go to way at college. I wanted to change. I wanted to take risks. I wanted to see what was out there. And I just had this thirst for life. And that's really, to me, what it was. Because I would always put myself into situations where... I was uncomfortable. Mm. Like I really learned how to do that. Like I wanted to be the odd one out in the room. So I would have to be uncomfortable and go talk to people and create that. So now I feel very comfortable in those situations. What you said is magnetic because I know what it's like to be the odd one in that room. And I want to make that person feel really welcome and comfortable. But isn't it crazy? Like you took that risk and maybe it was your aunt like allowing you to take that risk or opening up that risk for you. And once that faucet was open, it was like, watch out. Here I come, fire hose. Like I'm coming after you. And like, it's amazing. But like, I think so many of us are so fearful sometimes of taking that first step. And I'm sure you even were fearful. You're like, wait, I've never like... My aunt's taking me. I just graduated like 30 seconds ago. And, you know, but what that did for you. Yeah, and it was a complete game changer. And 
I, she did it. And when I talked to her now about it in hindsight, she's like, Megan, I thought you were done for like with the way you were growing up, you were so cynical and narrow minded. She's like, that was my only shot to like open you up to the world to give you a shot. Cause I'm a completely different person. It, when the people that grew up with me and see me now, they're like, whoa, night and day difference. Whoa. But <laughs> I think, I think you're going back to something that's so important for any of our listeners right now who are just so like engaged and, you know, want want more of what you have Megan or what you've created because it's not something that was handed to you on this gold platter with parsley and you know and it looked all pretty it was something you really had to work towards and you really had to do a lot of digging and a lot of self-reflection and find out hey what does that path actually look like but you were willing to do the time but there was something else and something else that we can all be we can all be that light for someone else and your aunt you'll never forget that right in her mind she was like I mean, again, I don't know her circumstances, but she was just taking you on a trip, right? But yeah. how pivotal that one decision was to so many other probably decisions later on in life. And you know, it doesn't mean you have to go take someone on a European vacation, but I guess what I'm trying to get to the heart of it is being that person for someone else, right? Extending that olive branch, believing in someone and you know, Megan, you know, whether any of the networking groups I've ever been in, you've always been that person like that I've witnessed of being like, how can I help you? How can I serve you? What can I do? And, you know, that really, that really has taken you so far because you're so engaged with lifting up other people. How is that like just become like anything that like you do to like work on that or, you know, things that have come back, you know, you know, I know with your own children or, you know, like with that, with that sort of behavior. Yeah. So because I always felt uncomfortable when I first moved out to Philadelphia and putting myself into different situations, I learned this is like the best tip technique I can give to anybody when they're in a networking situation. It doesn't matter if it's networking or just meeting new people at your kid's school or whatever it is. I give somebody a compliment the first time I see them. Hey, I love your earrings. Those shoes are awesome. I love that you were punctual and you were here on time. I do that every time that it instantly puts somebody, brings somebody's wall down. And mm. now we're into a conversation that made them feel good. Mm. So I don't care who it is. I will compliment somebody every single, something on them, something Hey, I saw your post on this. Your kid looks like they're doing awesome in school. Way to go. Aren't you such a proud mama? I will always do that. And that has been my end because I felt so uncomfortable. So it made me feel good to make somebody else feel comfortable. And I've always done that. And that's how I've created it. And that creates such reciprocation and such a ripple impact. And it be genuine. There's something good to find in everyone. So don't, you know what I mean? Don't, like, it doesn't have to be the same compliment. And I love what you're saying is really specific. Hey, I saw this post and way to go, mom. You know, your kid got on the honors yada yada team or oh listen like I absolutely love those shoes like where did you get like there's nothing better people want to feel noticed they want to be seen right at the end of the day that's the basic premise we want to feel accepted and we want to say hey someone wants to see me when we don't we feel rejected or we feel like that wall has been put up with someone it's really hard to ever break through with that and yeah. also you know one last thing is like you've also been vulnerable and you've been willing to show the hard stuff too. And like, to me, like watching your journey through, you know, just like some wellness things and just some life changes you've made, you know, you've been pretty vulnerable with some of those things that some people would be like, oh, I'm not going to tell people that, or, 
what, how did you open that door and feel comfortable? And what has that done? Even though it was probably scary to press post on some of those things, <laughs> what is that done? What is that giving you back? I know it's helping other people. It's not about mm. me. God put me on this journey in the trials and tribulations and everything that I have gone through in life. I just realized that it wasn't about me. It was to serve other people. So it, it is uncomfortable and it is vulnerable being so exposed. And I said in my book, like everybody hides their skeletons and I put mine in a book for everybody to read. And it feels very awkward and it feels very uncomfortable. And I have a lot of fear around it, but I also know that will help other people because sometimes people see me and they're like, wow, she has her stuff together. Like, look what she's doing. And then the one time I was given a big keynote speech um, a few years ago when I got off stage and a woman said to me, she goes, oh, you're a real person. And I was like, Yes, I am. And that brought it more to the forefront of me of like, hey, me sharing myself actually connects more to other people. We connect more to other people's failures than their successes. So, hey, here's me, you know, raw and vulnerable. Like this is the real me. But also because that is the real me, I've also achieved this because of it. Like I have this part of me, but I've also achieved that. So it just shows anybody. So it doesn't matter your background, doesn't matter where you come from, doesn't matter where your status is right now. If you have a dream in your heart, you can still absolutely achieve it. And that's the message that I want to bring. Yeah. And that vulnerability makes you so real because everyone has it. And especially if you're an entrepreneur, especially if you're someone who has like gone against odds, regardless of like where your path is in life, right? You need to fall. You need to scrape your knees. You need to, you know, be at that lowest of low to like allow you to get to that next level, right? Like, you know, next level, new devil, right? Let's face it. Like you get to that next level, there's going to be something else, right? There's always something that could be sitting on your heart or really hard. So with all that being said, where can people find this amazing book? Anything else you want to tell us about this book? Because I am so excited for it to come out. Um, Megan's actually going to be coming to speak to one of my big um, retreat groups and with my women in construction. And I just can't wait for her to shine her light out there. Uh, but anyways, that viewers can like learn about you more, that they can find your book. And one last nugget, golden nugget of information you want to give us before we sign off today. Awesome. Thank you so much. So you can find me meganspeaks.com, M-E-G-A-N-S-P-E-A-K-S.com. Reason I made it that website, my last name, Megan Weisheipel, really hard to spell. So we had to go with meganspeaks.com. And you know website. what? I don't think I ever actually said your last name. I think I just went in right into Megan like we were having coffee. I, I know, like we need to say Weisheipel all over the place. Like go find her, connect with her. Yeah. So meganspeaks.com. You can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram. I'm under Megan Weisheipel there, but I'm sure that'll be in the show notes that you can Absolutely. see you can go to meganspeaks.com and on the website, you can download the first chapter and the intro of the book. So you can get a little teaser taste of the book that comes out Wednesday, May 3rd. Ah, so exciting. And one last piece of like golden nugget before we leave here, they, they didn't listen to anything else, but you want to give them one, one last little, little golden nugget to leave today. Be selfish, mm. be selfish. It is okay to put yourself first. It is not okay to put yourself last. Mm, bam, done. 
Well, listen, with that being said, guys, I can't think of a better way to talk about being gritty, giving yourself the grace of the selfish hour, and also going out there and celebrating the glitz, all of the monumental, little, big, minute things that you do every day that get you to that next level, right? It's not going and running the marathon tomorrow. It's the little steps that we can take to get to that big race in life, that big accomplishment, where we're going, and behind the scenes, it's allowed to get messy. So with that being said, grit, grace, and glitz. Go leave a comment, share this episode with someone else, and by by all means, go and check out Megan's book. I mean, The Selfish Hour. I think we all need a good copy of that. Take care, everyone. I hope you learned a lot from today's episode, and I cannot wait for you to catch our next episode. I'll see you back here next time on an all-new episode of Grit, Grace, and Glitz.